And we're back on Lauer After Hours. Here are some interviews we did at Moss Miami. Apologies for the audio, as some of it is honestly not that great. But you know, we had an awesome time recording. We had Chris Cody, Colin McIntosh, Izzy Gutierrez, Billy Gill, Parakeet Cortez, Jeremy Taché, Amin Hassan, and the one, the only, Dan Levitard join us. So, we hope you enjoy it. After Hours crew right here. That's Jeff. Now, now we're recording. Look at that. Now we're recording. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. This is awesome. Thank you, Chris. Macintosh, CEO of Sheets and Giggles. Do I talk right here? To Absolutely, yeah. Amazing. How are you guys doing? Good. Good to see you. Dude, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there any video on us? No? No, good. not yet. Great. No one can see the ridiculous shirt I'm wearing. That makes me really happy. Okay. That's very good. It's not eucalyptus. No, I know. They only sell frilly purple shirts and certain fabrics at the store last minute, the day of the event. So for those cool. of you just on audio, Mr. McIntosh has on a nice little button-down shirt here. It is opened up one, two, three, four buttons down. I mean, I'd say mid-navel. You know. <laughs> I think people need to know one very important question. How much do you bench? Bench? Oh, I'm a lightweight guy, actually. I do lightweight, high reps, and so you catch me doing like 135, like 25 times, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. I love it. It's the best. Dude, all I could, yeah. It's, it's my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, you got a herniated disc. You can't, your shoulders give out. You can't go, I'm jealous of the guys that are putting on two or three plates, but I like to keep it real light. Yeah. Dude, Chris, you, I love, your content on Twitter is awesome. I love watching, like, just like, everything from the kids to like the lifting to like, it's super fun. I love following you, man. Yeah, yeah. Better than mine. Mine's just bed sheets. <laughs> but you know what? Bed your bed sheets have made most of this possible. Uh, 
I mean, Miller Lite, I'm sure, had a hand in it, too. Like, AutoZone. Okay, sure, sure. Oh, shit, Chris goes to stage. Sorry, go ahead. Jiggles, Chris, Miller Lite, Okay, you should have seen my, C- my CFO's face when he saw the advertisement that said, presented by, Moss Miami, presented by Miller Lite, AutoZone, DraftKings, and Sheets and Giggles. That's he was like, he was like, right? Yeah. That's it. What is this fucking invoice going <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a little above our weight class, but it's great. Yeah. What has been your favorite part of this whole event so far? Um, I think having the cabana and having the mattress there. Like, they had yeah. the day bed, and we got it out of there. We got a mattress in there, a bed frame. And uh, people lying down, jumping on the bed, like having fun. That was that was great. It was almost like the original vision of my company come to life of like people just having fun in bed, like like goofing off, like you know, the bedroom's a fun place. And I feel like uh, that was really fun for me to see people like have fun in our cabana. So yeah, and also the amount of people that are like coming up to me, like you're the Shiggles guy, right? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, you know? First off, how do you recognize me? And like second off, like yes, you know my company, and they're like, dude, we love your company. That's so much fucking fun. That's a yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah it's been great. Honestly, yeah. Your, your sheets are no joke. I mean, as, as, no. As a customer myself, the, the brand is a joke, but the sheets are no joke. As a, the there you go. serious about it, the sheets, right, as we say. And the mattress I now. I guarantee they've given me about two, three hours extra sleep for a lot of No, I know. It's, it's a life changer. So, like, for people who live, you can't build muscle without sleep. Like, for healing, if you have a herniated disc, you can't heal without sleep. Sleep is when you sleep is you never get it back anywhere else. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially like during COVID, yeah. like you know, people are alone and that sort of thing. 
everything. So it, I mean, that's, that's a powerful story. It gives me great joy that uh, you found your way out of that. It's really incredible. I, I appreciate that, but trust me, we didn't do anything to write a check or two. Trust me. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not rocket science. Oh, it's fun. Oh, it's fun. since you were a teenager. I've been listening for, you know, 12, 12 years now. And it, it just, it just sticks with you. And you, you, you can't get it off you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
live quote unquote at Moss one of my fa- favorite people that I've ever had the the pleasure of talking to Mr. Izzy Gutierrez Hello. welcome in thank you live at Moss as well it's kind of a big time event for me yeah How you guys doing we're doing really good we're very happy to see everyone we're very happy to see you it was you know you've always been so kind to us and so welcoming to us and always willing to give us your time as you are right now yeah so that's it's all a special moment we're all like trapped in this euphoria of love you know what i mean we're just so just so you know right now you've got a sheets and giggles pillowcase wrapped around your neck <laughs> we got adnan Berg behind me yelling out something i'm not sure about i think billy gill is crowd surfing or he just crowd surfed like 30 seconds ago so just to get a little bit of the atmosphere right now but uh it's a classic dan levitar situation nobody knows what's going on but everybody's having a good time I, I would have to say, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a lot of, we're looking everywhere. It's the Mr. Krabs meme. <laughs> like, we're all just kind of just, like, it's just, everything could be drugs at this point. Because right. what What's that? What's that? We want to try this. We want to try that. You know? Speaking of drugs, have you had Stugatz? <laughs> we haven't had him on yet. Not yet. We're still looking for him. All right. He's in the mail. Wow. I, I have been here since, uh, right now, what time? It's 9.23 local time. I've been here since about 7.15, 7.30. I have not seen Dan yet. Uh, Dan is a big mystery. Uh, Pablo Torre and I have been looking for him. I don't know if Pablo found him, but I haven't seen him yet. So good luck to that. See you. 
Was he? It might, it might have been very recently because it was earlier that I was talking to Pablo about it. But you know what? Pablo sounds like... It's actually 11.23 p.m. It's 11.23. Correct. Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is all mountain time. This is mountain time. I've got Pacific. There's Central around here somewhere. I have not drank enough. I need another drink if it's 11.23. I'll do one shot. <laughs> He'll do one. He'll do one. So what's been your favorite part so far? Of Moss? Um, so I ran into, uh, well, not me, but my partner Anthony ran into his childhood best friend's sister, like randomly over by the Domino's tournament. And I was like, what? And so normally, like when him and I walk around, like especially at an event like this, I get pulled over left and right, and he's just like annoyed, and not annoyed, but you know, he, he deals with it. And so this time, I was like, saw somebody else pull him over. I was like, are they confused? Do they not know who's who? And I like, I watched some talk for like ten minutes. And I was like, I felt like the outsider, and I was like, wow, this is what that feels like. Okay, good. <laughs> and so I just waited for them to get done talking, and he introduced us, and I was like, all right, good to meet you. So that was one of those cool feelings. But um, I think. Yeah, honestly, it sounds really weird to say, but like every time I see Mike Ryan spinning, it's like an odd like sense of pride. Even though like, I mean, I don't not, like I've known Mike forever or whatever, but like I'm a, I'm a big music fan. I know how much he is a fan of music, and like honestly, Mike talking about being at like music festivals and stuff like that made me want to experience. Like, it's not big, you know, music festival guy, not a big party guy growing up. And, like, Mike just kind of, like, woke me up to that stuff. And so to see him sitting there doing a DJ set in front of a bunch of people who love him, like, I can't imagine what that feels like. It must be so fulfilling. It must be so cool. And, like, you know, when you combine not just, like, the love from the people, but, like, music itself, which means so much to him. And, like, so, and, like, it means a lot to me, too. So when I watch him do that, even though he doesn't, like, recognize that, that, to me, like, sort of pride a little bit. In fact, in my living room, I've got a bunch of pictures on my walls, and it's just, you know, a few of me and Anthony, a few of me by myself, a few of Anthony, who's on my wall, and it's Mike, and it's me just on the side next to him while he's DJing, I think it was Moss 4, I don't know which one it was, 4, 3 or 4, one of those Mosses. And it was just a really cool picture, and I put it up on my wall, and he's the only non-family member he's on my wall. And it's just, again, random, but like it makes me happy to see. So that's probably my favorite. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have an understanding. Like, I think I get along. I think I get along with people pretty well. I think I read people pretty well, and I think people read me pretty well. Like, an open book pretty easy to, like, to, to get along with. So, like, I think, yeah, I think we have that level of relationship, and I think hopefully, you know, one day it'll be, like, something we can work together, like, permanently or, like, on full-time instead of just, like, you know, every once in a while because every time that I, you know, work with him and work with Mike in particular, it's always great. And, like, I told him, like, he's not going to remember this, but I sent him a text long, 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 long time ago, like, probably, like, the infancy of the Dan Levitar show, um, and I was like, yo, like, I really you like I think you're ridiculously smart and funny and you have a long future in this I always thought he would like separate from the show but who knows if the show turned out to be what it is and he's like a major part of it so like yeah I think um you know for whatever reason like there's that little bit of a, of a bond there sure 
So what are you working on right now? Um, so it's funny. Um, so I'm not doing sidelines anymore for NBA this season, at least so far. Um, but I'm getting to sort of dive in things that I want to do. Like uh, I've been co-hosting a podcast with CJ McCollum, which is really cool. You know, like a, a current day active NBA player, like just sitting there shooting the shit with me is, is fun. Like it's, it's kind of what I'm, you know, one of the reasons. writing here and there, so that's, you know, whenever something's coming out, like, I'm always, it's always a tense, like, nerve-wracking and lonely, you know, experience that I'm sure Dan has expressed in his years, but writing is also, like, invigorating, like, what's out there, and people like it, like, it's like, oh, you know, you live out there. time on the daily i was very happy to be on there with pablo it was cool right right exactly yeah right and so like that evolution of overtime to overtime elite and like just those those particular i say kids because they're 19 but them in particular are like very like good people and like that's what like gets me these days like if I ever like cover somebody or talk to somebody like I can tell it's like great heart and like good people like I'm, I'm all about supporting that person and, like sort of um, navigating them or helping them to go out because like that's what really matters you know what I mean like I, I covered Dwayne Wade when he was a rookie and like you know, I remember being in a, the hotel room that the Miami Heat gave him because you know he didn't have a house yet. He just got here. Him and his then wife and their their then son Zaire, still son, their son Zaire, their oldest son. And like I got to know Dwayne a little bit then. And like, but just to watch the person who's become now and him raising you know his daughter Zaya. And just the things that he's sort of getting across the world. Like, he didn't, he didn't plan this. He just wanted to be a basketball player. And yet here he is, like, affecting the world. And frankly, changing the world better by being a great parent. And, like, that's the type of stuff that the more I'm in this business, the more I want to be associated with. Like, whether it be a heartfelt podcast with you guys, and I have to get up with this, or anything else, like, I was also sent by someone close to you to make sure that you weren't embarrassing yourself. Wow. Yeah. So apparently, I thought 
I was sent to make sure. I don't know, but I was told to come and make sure you weren't saying anything embarrassing and you weren't embarrassing yourself. Possibly. I was also told that I could come over here by my wife, but for five minutes because I spent a total of three with her today. because my arms are small right now. I haven't done my arms in a while. Not like you, obviously. You gotta get back to the clinging and banging. That's true. If you want it, if you need access to our fitness chat, okay? Izzy's in the fitness chat with us. So. We'll get you right in the fitness chat. Give them workouts. I'm just there. Every once in a while, I give a little smiley face reaction, and that's it. But apparently, everybody else works out. So I'm like, hey, good for you guys. Turn us on to that guy Charlie on Instagram. Right. Who's Charlie? Uh, he's a really hot rugby player. He does a lot of workouts. Uh, you know, very hot. Okay. Really okay. smoking hot. Yeah. Wow. Smoldering. Shout out to Charlie. Well, do you have your? Show me Charlie. Let's look at Charlie Taylor right now. You need to see. You need to see this. How many followers does Charlie Taylor have? Should we get Charlie Taylor on? He should have at least 100k. Is it going to be hard His to get Charlie Taylor? alone would have 50k. All right, hold on. Charlie Taylor, not Charlie Taylor. Charlie Taylor. Oh, dude. Okay, but, like, guys, let me teach you Let me teach you something. You see right here? Charlie Taylor's email is available. If you just click that, you can email Charlie Taylor directly and try to get him on the show. Wow. Look, see here? Just click email. Right there, charlietaylor.info at gmail.com. Let me close that because it also has Izzy's email. Where's Charlie Taylor's going to back? Would you join the show if Charlie Taylor was on? Hey, I'd probably go full of beam and quit my job and Charlie Taylor. Wow. I'm talking about Charlie Taylor. Chris Cody is joining the chat again. He, he was our first guest of the evening. We have the we have the dulcet tones of G Love playing here in the background. I, I love G Love. I've been a fan of his since like 1997. Well, so he, his backing band special sauce. Chilling steak sauce. Yeah, but he, he plays with uh, uh, Juke when they come out here to Florida. Yeah, but but his main backing band is a special sauce. Easy. I, I did something on the bucket list that I didn't know that I have. I was crowd surfing a little while ago. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And once I went out, I was like, how does this end? Because I'm basically like. 
eventually pushed me forward me like back to this front of the stage and he just kind of like it was very nice it could have gone horribly wrong i could have like cracked my head open but i was molested yeah no, i was i was I, there were some you know squeezes i would say but I did not. No, I was like, I, I, I put myself in the position to be at the will of the people. So, I was trying to actually get Pablo to do it, and he didn't want to do it again. So, he was talking to Pat on stage at the time. So, real quick, hey, how did you do in the Domino's competition? Yes. Who has shown out on an NBA court? 
money. Tash We're money. About tash money. like the coolest thing in the world for me and so now to be at like this event in particular with all of you guys flying into town to be able to talk on these microphones and like be here in a way where it's now I'm a little bit involved with the show like it's all very surreal like this is super cool and I'm, I'm thankful for you guys yeah <laughs> I'm working on what I'm working on is a fold out table from a Fox show that I've literally never heard of that got sent to them at some point years ago that like is not meant to be used as a workstation but at the same time it's kind of perfect for what I do because I really do feel like I'm kind of lurking in the corner like I'm not really there you know what I mean like I'm just writing titles of episodes and just kind of hanging out and contributing where I can so being in like the corner and contributing in this little way it works you know I don't know I, 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 I like the way we got it set up what whoa what one second hold on streeter has entered the uh, enter the cabana here <laughs> No need to apologize. Where, you know, there was no 
<laughs> well, it's it's awesome to have Amin Al Hassan back on Lauer After Hours. You know, it's uh, it's technical difficulties that has been all over the place all night. But uh, yeah, we, we've got Amin here. What, what's been the, the the surreal moment of of this whole Moss experience for you? Like like, what's the holy shit? I'm 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 here. Going twice. Surreal moment. I don't know. Like, I, let me think about that for a second because let me talk it out for you guys. Because it's not my first mass, so I'm accustomed to the energy being very uh, positive and forthcoming. Um, obviously, I'm coming this time with two podcasts that are my podcasts as opposed to just being on Dan's show. So, Cinephobe and Basketball Illuminati. And so, I guess the number of people who listen to, or claim to listen to basketball Illuminati was real fun um Cinebob was awesome I wish it could have been better but it was the first one the, the first act always has to go through all like the, the bullshit so in my mind I was like ah this wasn't what I had in mind but whatever but like Cinebob uh, Illuminati it was what I had in mind and, you know so it came closer to that so that was cool right, so having everyone on stage at the end there was pretty cool yeah I'm trying to think like a oh shit moment like, like it's pretty much what I expected so I won't lie I'm not gonna say like oh my god until this happened it blew my mind it was what I expected so well I'll tell you that over the past year you have been I think the MVP of MVPs of the Levitard show I'm not doing anything different that's the most mind boggling I'm literally doing the same shit I've been doing since 2015 I think what it's been though is you've been you've been more accessible and you've been you've been there like it's not just been one or two days you've been there full weeks sometimes yeah and and and, and what it is is you get the show so much that that always the first episode I ever did of Levitard show like in person right was the one where uh, uh, what's my man Mad Dog had the rant about Tom Brady tell us to somebody and we just sat there and broke it down and laughed and cried and then uh, there was a segment where I was talking about like the most popular emojis around the world by country and we went like in France, it's the poop emoji. In Italy, it's the hard eyes, da da da. And then Dan was like, "What, what is in America?" And I said, "Eggplant." And everybody said, "USA, USA." And then we, and then we faded out to to break. And after the show, they were like, "Yo, you were the first guest to sit in that seat and pick up on when we were going to break and all that stuff." So I feel like I've always gotten the show. I've always like. 
made references and jokes, whatever. And my experience was, at first, everybody fucking hated me. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, he tries too hard, is what they used to say. Because I got the show. When I was hosting, that was a, that was a little different, like, but, like, when I used to do the show, and you're right, you, that's, you picked up on something, I used to come in, I do one day, maybe two days, and then I go, and then over time, it's gotten more and more, and now it's evolved to, I'm here the whole week, and that changed really before we left ESPN, I can't remember, there was a day where I came early, and I was like, oh, I'll just hang out, so I was in the, in the container, and then I was just like chime in or whatever, and they were like, yo, we need to do that more often. Just have you sort of sitting in that chair, sit over here. But ultimately, like you can go back and oh, I don't know if you can go back, but if you can find old episodes and listen to me, I'm like, same shit I've been doing the whole time. It's just for whatever reason, people, I grew, I grew on people. I don't know what it is, but people change their mind. And so I'm like, all right. But I, I just like, I never went like, I gotta do something different because they don't like me. I'm like, this is the show, man. Like, I know I get the show. That was, a, I'm always doing the show. Dan talks about this a lot. You do the show for the people on the other side of the glass. If they're laughing and engaged, you know you're on the right track. If they're like kind of just doing other shit or silent, means one of two things. Either you lost them or we're talking about a serious topic and then they don't want to get in on that. So, Whenever I'm doing a show, and for listeners that don't watch the YouTube channel, but, right, so if you watch on YouTube, you, you can tell when I'm talking, and Dan and Stugatz, everything. Like, I'm here, Dan is here, Stugatz is here, for the listeners to this, they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but like, imagine a triangle, and Dan is the middle, Stugatz is the left wing of that triangle, I'm the right wing of that triangle. I will look to Dan, look to Scott, and then the rest of my answer, I'm looking across the glass to my right, to everyone in the container. Because I'm trying to see, like, are they, are they in on this? Especially, especially if it's a ridiculous topic. Man, did you watch? Oh, uh, what was the one that I didn't get to do? I'll give you guys this one. Mind-boggling? Hold on, man. I got, I got it on my... Uh... While you're looking at that, I, I will say... That Billy and Stu Gott, since they've been paired together with Stupidity, God Bless Football, they have a really good chemistry. And the one thing that's been shining about yourself is you pick up on their humor, you pick up on, on what the two of them are doing all the time, and that's what I really liked. I, and you could see that on the YouTube. The way you look at Stu, the way you look at Billy, you guys, there's, a, there's, there's a, they always talk about shows within the show. Yeah. And that's what's going on. And well, Billy's doing, Billy, you're, like, I know Dan's on, but I don't know if you guys realize, Billy's doing a whole show in your ear. Billy and Jessica, they, they both do that shit. Where, more than anyone else, right? You're, we're doing a show, and then, like, they're just fucking saying shit the whole time in your ear. Jokes that can't be made out loud, or like, just jokes, jokes, jokes the whole time. And then, like, I'm, sometimes I'm laughing, sometimes I'm looking this way, sometimes I'm pointing. Again, all of these things are because they're talking the whole time. Chris, every once in a while, will do it. Roy will do it out loud. Roy will make cinephobe references out loud. Or if I make one, Roy, that we hear Roy laugh really hard, it's because he picked up on something I did. Or sometimes he got to do it. Like, Roy laughs hard when there's a reference that nobody else got. I cannot tell you how many cinephobe references we make. It's, it's, 
What's your favorite Cinephobe reference? Oh shit, that's a loaded question. Putting him on the spot. Yeah, you're putting him right on the spot. If I if I had to say what my favorite reference is, I or most the, frequent one that you do. The dumpster is so good, but the the like Golden Dreads, for example, in his voice about the devil in uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Uh, Bl Blondie Dreads. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> the devil's yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I. I oh, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put you in the spot. What award did uh, Blondie Dreads win on Cinevolt? He won an award. Yes. And what is the Louis Pinock Award named after? Honestly, I just only think about the guy from Bloodsport, the kid in Bloodsport, and. Uh, it's just, it's John Travolta. Is, I can't lose my fucking job. John Travolta. Joshua the white man's burden. The white man's burden. That's yeah. John Travolta. Yeah, I can't lose Holy my fucking shit. job. Lose Spinach. Oh my yeah. god. Wow, today's been up. Wow. Well, I mean, I mean, you've been awesome and so so gracious with your time tonight. We really appreciate you coming oh, on. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks, guys. We we definitely don't want to get you in trouble, uh, especially considering the uh, the party that you have just thrown here tonight. How was it? I wasn't able to get a, a, out into it in other spaces. Was it amazing, extraordinary, special? Yeah. Lots of love. Lots of lots of love. That's lots cool. Love, 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 appreciation, support has literally been the theme of this of this podcast and just this entire event. Like. It was a marching band to somewhere. We went somewhere? Yeah, 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 yeah It went it went everywhere. And we could not all be here together if it wasn't for you and the love that you have for this this community of fans, this this community of idiots. I mean we're we're all idiots and, and we're here just because we share this this one thing, and it's the passion that that you bring to to your show every single day. So thank you, thank you, Dan. Well, you guys keep saying this, like I get a lot of this. You can imagine, right? Um, I'm spending my evening with a whole lot of people, uh, pouring out an assortment of compliments that flatter uh, what we do or what we've built, and I receive all of those. Um, with, with a mirror um, because I have directly proportional gratitude for people like you who would connect with an entertainment product in a way that's so unusually loyal and sticky that it would give us the permission to take all the chances we take. We can only do it, we can only be bold and different and try the things we do if we know that somebody's gonna be there to catch us, that there's a safety net. Like we don't, we're not doing acrobatics without a safety net, we're doing something because we knew that when we left ESPN that the people would connect from, no, they shouldn't let go of Chris Cody's or Greg Cody's kid, that's wrong, or whatever the, whatever the places are you connect with this that you wouldn't connect with an average sports radio show. The Chris Cody thing is a huge thing because we really rallied behind that. Mm -hmm. It really hurt us too. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was devastated. Mm -hmm. When ESPN pulled that, I was absolutely crushed because I love Chris. Mm -hmm. I love everything he brings to you. Mm -hmm. Also just, it, it doubled down on what you do and how you do it and how it's a family and this is the connection points between you and Stu and Billy and Chris and Jessica and Jerbear and Resto and mm -hmm. Jen Daytoni and all, like it's we feel that passion we see that that connective tissue that makes us want to be a part of it 
Hmm? Well, you are, you are, you are a part of it. You got a cabana. You're balling, you're balling in Miami at the at the hottest party at the Thank center, at the center of the, the party city. Like uh, you, I, I, I will say again and again. I don't. Um, I mean, it's in no way insincere that. Uh, the idea that you would care about something uh, as silly as what we do to mobilize yourselves and try to do something similar that allows you uh, the freedom to connect with your friends and laugh with your friends, um, it's its palpably moving to me that you guys would invest that way. We got the caring based on how you act and work with people and treat people. and. It, it, it just builds best, from there. I feel like the rest of this podcast, like you could run it for uh, 70 straight hours where it's just you guys thanking me <laughs> and then I thank you and you just run it on an endless loop where you say thank you and then I say thank you. Quick, quick question. So uh, within 30 seconds of meeting Stu Goss tonight, he gave me his phone number uh, because he says he wants to come on this show. Um, so we've got you before Stu Goss. What is the percentage you would put at the possibility in getting Stu Goss on this podcast? Well, one of the things that just happened to me uh, moments ago is that I met a lovely couple that had won uh, the prize of Stugatz leaves a voicemail, okay. uh, but that he wasn't available, and okay. so I had to leave it for <laughs> Stugatz. Uh, uh, well, I, I don't know. I, let me see the number that he gave you. Let me take a look at the number that, that he gave you. Probably. Um, I want to see if this is a real number. I know I know his number from memory. It's one of the few I know from memory. He, he told me earlier because I've been on I've been on Stupac. Is that his number right there? Is that Stugas's number? We're, we're trying to. Is it a number off? My eyesight is bad. What is the second to last number there? Say five. No, that's his number. He gave you the. <laughs> Not have given, given myself. Now, well, he's, he might not answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different story. Like, uh, Christy Yamaguchi Maine just got Sue Rots' number to The most excellent flex we've seen on this podcast, but there hasn't been many, yeah. let's be honest. That's a, that's a real look at me, Lou moment right there. Look at me, Crispy. <laughs> look at you, guys. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Oh, my God. I got a Dan laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to chalk that up on the board. <laughs> Stu told me he knew me tonight to my face, and I was like, I don't believe it, but I'll give you a hug anyways. Uh, he introduced me to somebody as Australia, so I think I'm the whole country. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, not, not just a country, but a continent. Yeah. <laughs> His retention's not great. You might have noticed on the show. So the fact that he has a world association with you that puts you in a place like his memory is getting worse and worse. So you, you, you've, you've been memorable. You've been memorable to him. I didn't get his phone number, but that's probably for the best. Well, it security is, is about to kick us out of here. Dan, thank you so much for your time. We we could not be more gracious and thankful for you for well, putting I'm, us all I together. I could not be more gracious for you. So <laughs> let's just seventy more so hours just of that. You do it. Do it just go ahead, run it all loop. Let me hear it. <laughs> Thank you, Lauer. Thank you, Lauer. Thank you, Lauer. Thank you, Lauer. Thank you, Australia. Thank you, Lauer. Australia. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you.